The Michael K Show. We will welcome a new sponsor into the ESPN New York tent. It's members only. And they wanted two of the personalities to do it. Peter's in. They chose Rick DiPietro and completely shot down Dave Rothenberg. Dave goes, why did they choose Rick over me? And they said, well, they feel that Rick has the better body to show off their product. Dave found out that Peter was the one chosen from our show, and he went nuts. Yeah, makes perfect sense to me. Dave has photos that he's personally selected and chosen to use. Right. That you would think would be in a before and after for a weight loss campaign. And it's the before. It's not that I'm much better than Dave. It's that I put a better foot forward than Dave. The Michael K Show on 98.7 ESPN. A lot of stuff said in the first two hours. that It can't be unsaid. Yeah, it's a lot to unpack and repack. Um, last night, Suns came into Brooklyn, slapped the Nets around. And Kevin Durant had a great game. And what they did, too, uh, is that they did give him a tribute video, which he had told them he didn't want. Um, so uh, he was asked the thoughts on the video. It is what it is. Like I said, I can't control what other people feel and think and do. That ain't, that wasn't going to stop me from just doing my job, regardless of how I was honored. But it's classy people here. They appreciate everybody who put, who donned the jersey on care for, for a 10-day. And that shows a great organization when you can appreciate everybody who stepped foot and put their blood, sweat, and tears into your organization. So I respect that. Now, I, I think that the crowd at Barclays Center handled it about as well as I think it could be handled. When he was introduced, it was half cheers and half booze. And that's about what it should be. Because if you're a Net fan, you have to appreciate that when he played, he's one of the greatest players who's ever lived. And he played for your team. Now, the half that booed, well, they're probably thinking, you know what? You left us high and dry, dude. You came in here. They redid the whole team for you and Kyrie. And when you left you left behind a scorched earth that we're trying to dig out from under. So it wasn't a phony thing where everybody stood up and gave this rousing ovation. You didn't deserve that. And it wasn't like, let's boo him out of the ballpark like what the, the Met fans did when Doc came back after rehab all those many years ago. This was right in the middle, which is the way you almost have to view what Kevin Durant did with the Nets. Kind of right in the middle. He was great as a player when he played, and it was awful what he did to get out of there. So I thought, Peter, they 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 really handled it about as pitch perfect as you could. Yeah, I, I think in this era, that is the way to handle it. I mean, this is the era of the tribute. He's an iconic player. He wasn't with your team for five minutes. He was there for four years. And unlike the other guys who were there, he played in a lot of games. Right. Was a fan favorite. You got. I, I, I'm not mad at showing him some love. I, I think it's the right tone. I thought he handled it. His response was accurate as well. Yeah, I think everything was handled fine. The only thing I would I took from the game is, I'm sorry, they, Nets got to get rid of those uniforms. My God, they are ugly. It, I'm glad you brought that up because if I, if I bring it up, well, it's the 62, soon to be 63 year old. Oof. It looks like the name of a toy store, the way that the font is. Oh, let's go to Nets and get some Hot Wheels. It, yeah. It's so childish. <laughs> I, it looks like a kid's room. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. But, you know, they're just showing, uh, yes, we're just showing the highlights. You, you see people cheering that have sun jerseys on. Right. Because that's where the NBA is at now. There there are people that became Net fans because of Kevin Durant and then followed him to Phoenix. Or will follow him wherever he goes after that. So the NBA has been so star-driven. 
There's a lot of people in that building that were there to see the stars. They were there to see Kevin Durant, and, and maybe a few of them became Net fans because of him. Now, whether they stayed Net fans, I don't know. But maybe the relevancy he gave that franchise for the handful of years is enough for some fans to say, that's enough for me to at least try to appreciate him on that night. Yeah, they are, they are goofball jerseys. I'm sorry. They're awful. No, I know it's a, it's a famous artist, I think, that did are it. They, are they Basquiat? Yeah, I, I believe so. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Basquiat. Oh, he, well, he didn't do them. He's been dead for 40 years. Well, but I mean, the Basquiat based, style. Yeah, but I, I've it's, seen a lot of Basquiat. It's not it's, good, man. It, it, uh, it does. It's just, in a, you know, listen, all the teams, it's not just the Nets. Every team has their attempt to do like this cool right. jersey that has a cultural tie-in. And usually the main way to do it is just give us the traditional the, the, right. the Nets jerseys, the black and white with the regular uh, font across. That's I'm all it. for trying something new, and, I, and I, I can dig art and appreciate modern art, but would I want Picasso to design my team logo? No. It just didn't fit on a jersey. It just didn't look good to me. And you know how I judge, too? Like, I'll be watching the game, the kids will walk by, and like they both say, oh, those are ugly. And, and they, they are going for young people, right? They're not going for 62, about to be 63. And they still don't dig it. They're they're not good. Because you're trying too hard, bro. Was it a perfect comp done? It's like a, a kid's room where, you know, Lenny. You put the, that type of letters up well, on the wall, Lenny, over the crib. Yeah. They look like kids. I know. It just, it, 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 it's the perfect analogy, Michael. It's a perfect description of what they look like. And, and I, But I don't want to ever feel like when I don't like something new, although you're too old. Like you said, there are young people that don't like it. And and also for all the people that say you got to get the young people, still the 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 hat you see on more than anywhere else in the world is the Yankees interlocking NY. All right, and it's been that way for a hundred years. So there's also something with consistency. Yes, it's because the Yankees win, but there's certain logos like the Cardinal logo resonates because it's been there forever and it's gorgeous. And the Dodger not, logo, the interlocking why, LA. Right. Why not just try to get it right and then ride with it? Uh, there's a reason why the six most popular jerseys in the NHL are the original six, because for the most part, they haven't changed in so long, and they become iconic. But I guess we can't wait that long. But the Nets have been around for a while. They just went with the same uniform. Like, I don't even like just the, the black and white. Where is there any imagination in that? Well, I mean, if they really want to like pump up a uniform from the past, do the old New York Nets uniform, the one that Doc wore. With the red and white stripe, if you're going to throw it back, you know, vertical. Different. I mean, make that. that I, that's I a good looking uniform. But by the way, I just want to beat up on the Nets. The, the Celtics alt jerseys they've done. I don't like the Knicks alt jersey too, where it looks like you're like drunk and you see them like double. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not. Most of these are just bad. All right, well, so Cel- yeah, the, but I'm saying the, those are the, the, the Knicks, the Celtics, the Lakers. They don't have to mess, and they do. Yeah. Well, and as, as Don would say, you're trying too hard, bro. Yeah. So Durant said something interesting. I want everybody to gauge this. He was asked. Was your time in Brooklyn successful? I mean, I like to look at success as like the individuals, what you did as an individual and how you can bring that as a team. As an individual, I mean, I was all-star every year. I was leading vote-getter every year in all-star games. Sold a lot of jerseys, 50, 40, 90, like average 30, all NBA. I mean, was that successful? You know what I mean? But team success is a different thing. But you like to put the team, how the team does, we like to put that on you know, one of the best players and call it a failure. But when you look at the work, if you want to talk about me individually, you can just look at the work that I put in here. I think I have grown as a player. I was on my way to, I'm on my way to mastering the game. I think I, I you know, it was, you know, coming here helped me, you know, push me far closer to that, you know, so... 
that's what I try to take from my time here. You know, I was listening to Dan Grosser driving home last night from the studio, and, and you know, he, he gave the amount of games that the guy actually played here. Never on the court. Now, the first year, he didn't play. So, essentially, he played two and a half years. And the years that he played were truncated because he was hurt. So, statistically, yeah, I, I hear what he's saying. 90, 50, whatever. I get it. But you got to judge it by... You came here to win a championship. You didn't. But... but... But isn't that a window into the motivation? Yeah, how many it, jerseys he sold. It comes across as very self-serving and selfish. I'm sorry. that The Nets were just a vessel for his own well-being. He wanted to chase that championship. He wanted to do his numbers. I don't want to hear about your numbers and success. No matter what team he played for, he was going to put up those numbers because he's one of the great players in the game. So he could have played for the Sacramento King, the Memphis Grizzlies. He was going to put up those numbers. The idea was to come together and to win. That's where you judge it as a success or not. So it, it's it's so typical. Like, you can't call it a failure because it looks awful to say failure. So you're trying to doctor it up that I, I consider it a success. That That's almost in the category of I do it again. Uh, by the way, I just want to clarify. Yeah. Um, it was not a tribute to Basquiat, that jersey. I'm confusing that. Maybe the Knicks did that or maybe the Nets no, did they, another they one. No, they used to have a Basquiat, yeah. It's This was the Cause jersey designed by Cause, who's alive and well. Well, he should reestablish. Okay. Well, I mean, he's done well on his own. Well, I'm sure. Yeah, not with this you uniform. sent it out that it's uh, you know based on the early days of graffiti artists and all. I, I'm fine. That's good. It just didn't look good in the jersey. Yeah, I think when KD played, they had the Basquiat. Okay, now it's a cause thing. All right. So, in terms of he he is on a level of player. I mean, at his size, what he can do, and if he had a smaller foot by an inch. The Nets go to the Eastern Conference Finals. That's right. They beat the Bucs. Sure do. Um, and maybe they win a final that year. Maybe they win the NBA Finals, but they didn't. He didn't play a lot. Um, he Essentially, he and Kyrie set fire to the entire franchise. So I can't really look at it and say it was a successful four years. It wasn't. It's not what the Nets wanted. The Nets might have gone just as far winning one playoff series if they had never signed the two of them and kept it, kept that whole team together. They might have. So they played 16 games together. Kyrie, Kevin, and James Harden. 16. Yesterday was the 17th game that the, the Phoenix Big Three played together. And that's in one year. 16 games together. I'd say, not just Kevin, because Kevin did what he can do. The whole thing was an abject well, failure. Well, and, and Michael, think of it this way. If he thought it was such a success... Why not stay? Then you stay. You were going to put up those numbers. And he also, re- later on, Don, he said how much he loves living in New York. So why'd you leave? Why? Because your buddy left? Well, he left for the same reason why he came. He thought that this would be an avenue to a championship. And then once it wasn't, he wanted out. So that's why it's a failure. See, but I don't understand. I mean, there has to be another level to it. It can't just be an avenue to a championship. If he wanted a championship, he would have stayed in Golden State. But another championship somewhere else. That would have been considered his, but with, but the other thing is, it still would he would have had to share it with Kyrie, but I guess it would still would have been looked upon as his team. That's the problem. He was winning the MVPs in the finals, Michael, with the Warriors, but it was always Steph's team. It was always Curry's team, a team that had won before he got there, and then a team that won after he left. But with the Nets having never won a championship before, he would be able to take more ownership of that. 
I, I wonder though, because anybody wins a cha- who wins a championship alone. You can't say LeBron's titles in no. Miami were his. They were his and Dwayne's and but it's and Chris somebody's. Bosch. But but in the NBA, Michael, it's always somebody's team. Very seldom is it a collaborative effort. You know, when the Lakers, if the Lakers ever win again, as, as good as AD is, it's going to be LeBron's championship. You know, he looked upon it was Curry's championship. Durant was winning the MVPs, but it was still looked upon as Curry's championship. Like, he wants to go someplace, and it's Durant's championship. And look where I won. I almost won in, with the Thunder. I went to a final there. I go to Golden State, we win. I go to Brooklyn, we win. Now, and where did he go, Michael? He went to the Suns. He's the man. The Suns have never won. No, they never won. I mean, they did come close with you know right. the Barkley years, but they never won. So, but I I don't think he's going to have his uh, his legacy burnished or enhanced by winning with the Suns with Devin Booker and Bradley Beal. So, I I don't know what he's chasing. He he's one of the greatest players who ever lived, and I think the move to Brooklyn didn't make sense. Especially you had to know who you were making the move with. Yeah, I mean Kyrie. He, he talked his way out of Boston. He talked his way out of Cleveland. You had to know who you were hooking up with to, well, to go on this ride. You well, went with Louise, I, with well, Thelma, and you went with Louise. Well, listen, I think, I, I, Peter, right, when he le- originally left Golden State, it was probably to win the championship where he's the man. But now you're getting older, and time's running out, so now it's probably just chasing a championship. So you're right, Michael, it's probably not perfect if he won in Phoenix the way he wanted to win in Brooklyn. But at this point, you just want to get the other ring because you're running out of time now. Perfect situation. That ship sailed already. Now it's just about getting another ring. 1-800-919-3776. LeBron is a uh, a bit of a provocateur. Go ahead. So on social media, was it earlier today or was it late last night, Ant? A couple of days ago, he tweeted out an hourglass with sand coming through it. Like the grains of sand. What's the Like sands through the hourglass. Like sands so through the hourglass. Are the days, days of, of our lives. So what is he saying? Let's, let's try to get into that mind, the condor's mind. Is he saying his time in L.A. is coming to an end? Hmm. Is he saying... Time till Bronny graduates? Time we're going to make a move, make our team better. Hmm. Well, he's leaving it out there for interpretation. So Alan Hahn had some fun with this, and it made me think, too. Is he saying, might be time to leave L.A.? Mm. So if it is time to leave L.A., he's not going back to Cleveland, although Cleveland's a good team. No, Cleveland town, it's a wrap. The place that he would go, he'd be the first player in NBA history mm-hmm. to win a title for four separate teams. It's would he come ever. to the Knicks? Mm. And if you're the Knicks, would you want him? So let, let me answer the last yes. question quickly. Yes. Because you'd have to include Randall in that deal. He'd be going back to L.A., Fournier, and send them four or five draft picks. You can say, well, he's, he's 40. I don't care. You're trying to win now. The way Brunson's playing, you win now. You bring LeBron in, you have a legitimate chance to beat the Celtics. I know he's got a lot of wear and tear on those tires. He's still a great player. Still great. And he could still rise to the occasion. That's a move I would make. Don, you? Oh, yeah, definitely I would. Um, and it, it would be better than when I thought he would come to the Knicks. Like, I always felt like he was going to come to the Knicks at the end of his career, and it mean nothing. This could mean something. That could be exactly what they need. Now, is that where that emoji came from? It probably just, hey, we're getting close to the trade deadline. 
my career's coming to an end here. Let's get it done here because there's a lot of work that the Lakers have to do just to make sure they get in. But would I do it? Why not, Michael? Is he still averaging, what, 25 a game? Right? Is he yeah. still up to that he's point? Been, I mean, he's, he's been great. He contribute. And it's great for him. because. And, and the other thing, too, is I don't think, you know, like, like Brunson, I don't think would have a problem with it. Oh, no. You know, like, so, like, there's some places where you go, like, really? I've built, we work so hard. Now, this guy's going to swoop in, and it's going to be all about LeBron James. going to be LeBron James championship. I think this team is so cohesive, and don't they don't have egos to where I think they, I don't think they'd have any problem with it. I, I, and you don't even hesitate if you can get LeBron James on this team. Beyond the fact that I would take him if he was over the hill. He's not. He's still as good a player as there is in the sleeve. All right, basically. so let me, let me throw another variable in. Let's right. see what you think there, Skippy. Mm-hmm. All right. You're LeBron. You have to okay the deal. You tell Leon Rose, okay, you have to use a draft pick and pick Bronny when he comes out. Uh, obviously, that's a big variable right now considering Bronny's barely playing. Let's say Bronny comes out next year. I want you to take it, at least on a second round draft pick. I, I need you to take him. Give uh, me your word. If he if he wins you a championship, Michael, wouldn't it be worth it? Yes. Now the thing that would hurt is you get bounced in the first round and LeBron doesn't work out. Now I'm now I'm stuck just uh, you know because. But I, I I still think even though it's only two rounds. And by the way, I think they made it official. There will be a two day draft now in yes. the NBA. Yep. That uh, a day two pick and and you're hoping that you're going to be really good. That that's going to be you know somewhere you know in the in the high fifties, sixty like the fifty ninth pick hopefully of the draft. I think it that would be worth it. Now, in answer to Don's question, LeBron twenty four point nine points per game. And that's twenty shooting over fifty percent from the field. 42% from three-point land. He is far from over the hill. And he doesn't even see the no, top of the hill yet. No. And he doesn't have to play as many minutes and work nearly as hard to get stuff with this Nick team. This Nick team is better than the Lakers. So I, I don't know if he's if he's being cryptic. I don't know if it's a possibility, but it's fun to think. Because I've always thought at some point he would end up with the Knicks, but it would be as a washed-up player. He's far from washed. But is he is he committed to the West Coast now? I don't know. I mean, I, I always hear well that's you know he wants to be, he wants to do right. movies. Um, I think he could do it in New York. <laughs> By the way, it is the lamest. No, I'm not saying. No, it no, from no, a I'm not. And this isn't you saying. Does he consider himself now that I'm? That's where I want to be on the West Coast. I think he wants to be where he can play with his son and compete. That, that's all I think. And LeBron has spent a lot of time here too. I'm sure he would love it. Uh, also, this isn't going to happen. But since we're fantasizing, I'll throw this out there. I'm going to throw this out there, and you guys can either catch it, uh huh, keep it for yourself, mm. throw it right back. Okay. Uh, the Knicks. This year, make a nice run, go to the conference finals, they lose, whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe they lose in the second round. Next year, LeBron comes here. I want him at the trade deadline, but go ahead. I want him by next Thursday. Either version. Okay. They go on and, led by LeBron James, win a championship. He might. Is it the greatest sports moment in this city in 50 years in terms of when you think of the collective celebration of the city it's not a yankee thing or mets thing it is an entire city not a giant or a jet it is a entire city celebration where maybe the greatest player of all time leads this team back to the glory land and remember it's not like it was some put together team by he's just the final piece this is a good team they're there they're ready they're poised they're one piece away 
that, that it would be like Messier. Yeah. It might be the same thing as Messier. Now, Messier was more in his prime, but still, you're talking 54 years, Peter, when the Rangers won in 94. That's how long the drought was. This is and 51. Messi- yeah, this is 51 now. So the drought would be the same. Like I said, Messier was closer to his prime, but it would be that kind of level. And you saw how they, you know, he's, Messier's still considered a legend and how they rallied around that whole thing. And obviously it would be bigger because of the Knicks' popularity. But well, I was going to say, but then you... at that level plus. So then you have, that's what I was going to say, Don, because then you have to add the fact that basketball is more popular than hockey. The Knicks are bigger in the city than the Rangers. And LeBron James, all due respect to Messier, is all-time great higher status well, than Messier is in hockey. It would be a combination of when Messier got here and like when Gretzky got here. Like remember how big a deal it was when Gretzky got here. Gretzky was towards the end like LeBron's towards the end. Now they didn't have the success. They went to a conference final. That was the closest they got with Gretzky. But yeah, it would be like at combining those two to the level of the Knicks. Now, you weren't here in 94, Peter, but the fact that it still gets talked about 30 years later, that was a big, big deal. Imagine if the Knicks did it with LeBron James, I, I of just how gargantuan it would be. It would be All something consumer. special. It would be something special. And, and think about this, guys. This is a guy that's won a bunch of championships, going to waltz into the Hall of Fame. It'd be a big deal to LeBron too. It might be the biggest championship he wins. And, and that's how Messier felt about coming to the with the Rangers. Because like he had won five cups in Edmonton, but this there was something about the whole excitement generated. It would, re- I think, it, I, LeBron would probably put it right near the top. Yeah, he goes to the Heat. The Heat had won a championship already, and it wasn't that long ago. Then he goes to the Lakers. I mean. Winning in Cleveland was gigantic because they never win anything. So it would, I think it would be equal to Cleveland. Cleveland's pretty big for him to do that. Absolutely, but this would be magnified. I mean, for LeBron's life, Cleveland would be bigger. Right, because he's, he's, he's from the kid there. from Akron. Right. It's, it's his thing. Right. But, but in terms of the, the global sports landscape, uh, be the... But when he sees how this entire city that's hardly moved by much, Peter, right? Because it's New York. So, like, what can happen in New York to just get everybody that excited? And 94 was so special because the Knicks were also on a run. So that captivated me more. I don't remember anything really drawing in an entire city than that late spring, early summer when both the Knicks and the Rangers were going for it because it just checked so many boxes. It, it would it, be at that level. It would be akin to Michael Jordan coming here. But... Nick fans hated Jordan because he took titles away. LeBron never really took titles away from the no, Knicks. They, they weren't good enough. They don't hate LeBron. Right. I mean, and the thing, and the thing with Michael, there was it was never close to Michael coming here. Right. Now, maybe it was never close to LeBron coming here, but the Knicks could at least fantasize it back with the decision. Like so, there was that moment. Like well, maybe we can get this guy. That was never on the table when Jordan was here. Uh, send out our condolences to Bruce Springsteen, his mom, Adele dead at the age of 98 after a long battle with Alzheimer's. So, uh, sad, but 98 is is a, a wonderful long life, and she got to see her son be an absolute icon. Legend. Did, yeah. w- would you take 98? I might take 98. Might, might. yeah. The fact that he says might. It's just You'd so... still say... Well, I don't want to leave anything on the table. But it means right now. Right. As you head into 63 this weekend, and, if she, and let's hope that she was in good... No, she had Alzheimer's. If it was a good, healthy 98. Right. 
you're still hesitating to take 35 years from right now? Whole 35-year life starting right now. Yeah, but like in 20 years, they could have cures for everything. And you will have already made the deal. Yeah, right. So you'd rather roll the dice. I don't know. I, I said I would consider 90. I'm not going to give you a blanket yes. Don, I'll offer you 98 right now. Done. I offer you 89. Would you do it? Done. 82. Done. Don, Don's thinking about his dad, so he's taking whatever number you get. 76. 76, you got to think. Nah, seven, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pump the brakes on 76. My dad died at 59, Michael. Right. Well, I mean, his now, dad, you know. His dad the, died at like 40-something. Like, I, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. If I get to 80, I'm going to be very happy. How old is your dad? My dad was, let's see, it was 80. Five, so he was seventy-three. Oh, seventy-three. Yeah, still very young. But mm-hmm. now, now Karen Veenstra just asked a question. I answered it for for us. I I think you'd all agree. What would be bigger, LeBron winning it all for the Knicks or Aaron Rodgers winning it all for the Jets? I I say the Knicks, and it's not close. I say the Knicks. Yeah, it's, again, it's it's because with all due respect to the Nets, the Nets are almost like a separate entity. But this is a Knicks town. Oh, he the said whole the town. Jets. No, I know, oh. but they don't really have competition. Right, the right. Jets split the city with the Giants. But we're talking about the the desperation of a franchise because they have no, more well, than sixty nine. Big for both, it'd be gargantuan for both. I'm just saying, captivating the city. Uh, the the Knicks story, because like, like I said, you have a lot of Giant fans, like maybe sixty percent Giant fans who are going to be like, oh, well, I don't care about that. But the Knicks. Even people that aren't Nick fans, that not maybe not Net fans, but like fans of other teams or whatever, with it being LeBron James, like I don't know if Aaron Rodgers was beloved before he came to the Jets the way or, or as polarizing as even LeBron James is. I mean, that would be that would be epic for for LeBron James and the Knicks combo, having not win for that long of a period of time. I think it would definitely be the thing. Hey, when I'm getting ready for a game, I have to be prepared. I have my lineup cards, the latest team stats, and of course, my mug of Bigelow tea. For me, it's Bigelow Earl Grey with a smooth taste that keeps my voice in peak condition, even when the game goes into extra innings. I refuse to settle, and neither should you, no matter how hectic your day gets. Grab your favorite Bigelow tea and take a moment just for you. So grab a mug of your favorite Bigelow tea and join the millions of fans that make Bigelow number one in New York. Bigelow tea, the official hot tea of the New York Yankees. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy, hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Having a good time today. We are. Yeah. So my last show as a 62-year-old, so I wanted to make it good. Yeah. Well, so what I came, good. So yeah. when I got here, right. you were like 54. 
Well, how long have you been here? Eight? I think I came here in, 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 in 2015. 2015. I think I came here in September 2015. Yeah, I was 54. Wow. Even when I posted the picture the other day, the video, I mean, of uh, me winning the 24-7 three years ago, yep. it was like a different man. Really? Yeah. You did or I No, no, you. You, you think I look like a different man? Mm-hmm. Like how? Like Older. I look older now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, Don, wait till he has kids. Older in the face. Older in the hair region. Don, don't, don't talk to Don. Don just as bad. I don't think I look any different. Actually, Don looks better. I, I, I'm going to end my joke about Don. Don looks better because back then he looked repug. He was yeah. he was mid-pandemic. Jacob, you, you're very yes, objective. Michael. Do you think I look bad? <laughs> I don't think you look bad, no. No, that that certainly wasn't a ringing that, endorsement. Wow, that, you know, you shouldn't even ask. No, that's, what you're I, that's worse than what you said. No, the, the you didn't, you, actually your face looks the same. The hair looks different. Well, how does it look different? Well, a Greek, uh, oh, no, okay. I gotta see, I gotta uh, see the, I gotta don't see worry, the I'm, I'm gonna have the, po- the powers that be at yes. Can you guys pull up a still of Michael from that R-Truth um, video? You'll see, your hair was different. It was like you had more, it was well, darker. Well, I, I cut my hair shorter now. Also, it's probably, you, Don, he'd probably also gotten a fresh dye job. When? Then yeah, you, I was that before it. I lost the um the bed or after? No, it's after. It's in the years after. It wasn't that year. I, the thing on no, I did the dye, I did the dye job when you were here. You know, I know, but this is. Do you keep uh, dye after that for a while? No, not as far as you. I I, I, I need to see the hairline. Is the the hairline's the exact same as it's uh, gonna, That's what I'm curious. We'll about. see if Greek can come up with this a split screen between you know, three in, years ago, Michael, in, and current Michael. One minute. Such a good mood, and you're such a D. You really are. I mean, you really I'm just following me down. his train of thought, but it was it was really bad that you brought this up, Peter. It's awful, Don. It's all it's hurtful, and I won't forget it. Well, let's see. But, yeah, but what keep if, looking up at the screen. I know what I look like. But what if what if we when we actually pulled up, we realize you look better now? How we feel? Don always says I look I look better than when we started working. Oh, together. you do, yeah. But that's more an indictment of what you used to look like than anything at all. Now look at compared to Don, though, it looks like an absolute monster. I did because I didn't have any friends that could, because no one cared for him no, and they let him do they let no, him do whatever he wanted. No, you did. We kept telling you you look awful during the pandemic. No, and but that's wouldn't. not what he's talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about the olden days. He's talking about Repug, you know, Don with the oh, there's outdoor okay. jeans and and oh, that's you know, that's older, morbidly obese. See now, see this. They went too far. Yes, is now showing a shot of you from like four or five years. But ago. the hairline's the same though. The color of the hair is darker. It's called aging, you jerk. I think it's also a little thicker there, isn't it? No. Look, you got you got like some in in the uh, in the alleys. You got more thickness in the alleys. No, I'm I've always been weak in the power alleys. <laughs> I'm more of a line to line hitter. <laughs> no, you look great in that picture, Michael. Well, I'll tell you one. Your exit velo though. Oh, it's always been good. Sebastian Maniscalco has added a fifth show. You're also tan there. To his run at Madison Very Square tan. Garden next September. I'm sorry, Peter. It doesn't, the sun doesn't shine here in New York in December and January. Yeah, I don't know. What, oh, here we go. That's a back to back. That's you. That's back. Uh, first of all, that was in the old studio where they actually cared about lighting. Oh, that's also. Here they threw us into a closet. You know what? It's a good Now, Now, you know what? Michael, watch out. Yes, he's turning on everyone. Now he's taking shots at yes, too. Well, no, it's just, this is. I think this was kind of thrown together like paper mache. Yeah, look look how you look right now when you look at the comp. Current you looks like the Beetlejuice version of the old you. It's not what you want. The Beetlejuice. Wow. Well, Beetlejuice, he's white-faced. All right, listen. Here, here is the difference with the hairline. If you, if you look at the one on the right, <laughs> there's a little bit more towards 
the top of the forehead. You know what I'm talking about? That's what yeah, I'm that, talking that's, about. That's, that's center that's field. The difference. Center field, if you will. Yeah, that's the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you're, you, this is, like you, you're the, your city field back in the day now. Mm-hmm. I think he's done with us, Don. I mean, you you have you've got a set. You're bald at 44. Exactly. You're bald. Exactly. So what do I have to lose? I'm shooting shots out here. You look great, Michael. I'm kidding. No, no. you look no, great, you, but you can't take that back. What do you mean? Yeah, I can. No, you can't. But I'm really joking. It. I won't. I you won't still look it. great. No, no. Because right now, the way this lighting is, I do look pale. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and you let this go on, Anthony, as a producer. <laughs> Good job Peter's by just, you. Peter's just digging a hole for himself today. <laughs> Cut the mic off. Anyway, let me tell you about the Matascalco show. <laughs> Added a fifth show to his run at MSG next September. ESPN New York has your chance to score tickets at ESPNNewYork.com or on the ESPN New York apps. Just scroll down to contest and submit your entry. Brought to you by Live Nation. Tickets go on sale tomorrow at 11 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. I will say this to everybody working on the show. If his little remarks gets point God, I walk out. Oh, I can you imagine. And as well you should. Now, Don, that doesn't mean it's not true, though. Let's go to Chauncey in Westwood. Keep going. Yo, what's up, guys? Love the show. Thanks, man. Um, yeah, so um, I want to get into, uh, I'm glad you guys brought up the LeBron possibility to the Knicks, but first I want to defend uh, Don here for a second. You you guys were referencing uh, the greatest night in pop earlier, correct? Oh, what a doc. We love it. Yeah, so, I mean, to, to, to totally give Don Flack about not seeing a doc, that's, first of all, not even sports-related, that he's like doesn't care about Don, Don said many I mean, times he would choose, out, Don said he would choose music over sports. Chauncey, uh, I don't think Anthony Anderson's show is steeped in sports oh, either. That's a great point by Michael. All right, well, I want to see way, it. Either way, he's going to see it, and the fact that uh, you're outraged that he didn't see it two days after it came out, I mean, I think it's kind of crazy to thank you you know make that big deal about it so uh john i got to talk about classic things and he just refuses to see it when you tell him how good breaking bad why would i see breaking bad which happened what eight years ago we're asking you to see something current that everybody's talking about by the time you see it it's going to be yesterday's news everybody's talking about it you two are talking about peter it's out there it's 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 definitely being talked are you you talking about it on hot 97 we we did an entire whitish wednesday dedicated to it yesterday and we can't because one of the hosts of the show has to go to bed at 10 30 after watching Anthony yeah, put his pacifier in and go to sleep in his diaper. How many times in my diaper? Well, now, now he's saying you're a diaper guy? That's unfortunate. Let's go to John That's... in California. Johnny. Hey, how are you guys doing? Great. How about you? Uh, it's raining here. Oh, what? in it's California. It never, well, it never rains in California. In Southern California. But when it rains, it pours. Yes, man. Hopefully, we'll get a little snow in the next day or two. Just to, just to slow down Pat Mahomes? In in Southern California? Well, you just said hopefully we'll get a little snow. No. I, yeah. I think he's making a drug reference. Oh, drug oh, reference? No, Goodness I'm not. gracious. No, I'm not. But, <laughs> oh but, but I think the Super Bowl's in, in Las Vegas, isn't That's it? Right. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, sure, right. And it's sure. also a dome, so it's completely irrelevant what I said. What do Michael's you have, John? still rattled from what Peter did. I just want to go back to... Uh, to talk about the quarterbacks, and if I, if you guys already mentioned this and I missed it, I apologize. Uh, one thing about Joe Montana that is seems to be often uh, left out 
is, and not, not to do anything with athleticism, aside from the four Super Bowl victories and no interceptions, he also quarterbacked the national championship team. And to me, that kind of sets him apart until somebody can match something like that over the whole career. It's hard to come convince me that he isn't the greatest. So, of wait, all time. John, maybe you know this. There's never been another quarterback to win a national championship and a Super Bowl? Not four Super Bowls. Well, how about one? Oh, I think there's been one. But, but, all, well, you, you know, know what? National you, championship and still got picked in the third round. Yeah, so, I mean. So? Uh, well, watch. J.J. McCarthy's going to end up winning five Super Bowls, and he won this national title with Michigan. You called it. Yeah, but it's, it, it's so, but I, I just find it so interesting that everybody goes by the, you know, he was four for four. But there were some, you know, losing in the wild card round, getting crushed by the Giants. Crushed by twice. Jim Burt. You know, uh, there was there was some losses on his resume too, but because they weren't in the Super Bowl, it doesn't affect him as much. So, so it's so why is it that if you lose, it has, same thing with LeBron James? Why is it when you lose earlier in the playoffs, it's no big deal as long as you win every time you go to the Super Bowl or to the NBA Finals, but you don't get any credit for getting to, you know, to the to the Finals or to the Super Bowl and losing? I I I think the four for four is overrated. They were the favorites, pretty much. I think they were probably the favorites in all four Super Bowls that they played in. And again, so what about Terry Bradshaw? I'm sorry, you're, Terry Bradshaw is not on the pantheon of greatest quarterbacks of all time, and he's four for four. All right, when uh, we get back, you're going to get a chance to win a Super Box for sure. the Super Box Bonanza. But first, Peter's going to tell us about FanDuel. Yes, I sure am. Last year at the Super Bowl, Rob Gronkowski went wide left on FanDuel's Kick of Destiny. Now he's back for Kick of Destiny two. That's right. And this time you can play along. All you got to do is choose if Gronk's going to make or miss. Get your free pick in right now because how about this? You will get a share, if you're right, in $10 million in bonus bets. That's right. Everyone get on the action when Gronk takes his shot at redemption before Super Bowl 58. Whether your team make or team miss, just head over to FanDuel Sportsbook right now and get your pick in. It's absolutely free. Then tune in before the game to see Gronk's kick live. You'll win a share of $10 million in bonus bets if you're right. New to FanDuel? Just head over to FanDuel.com slash Peter. All right, that's FanDuel.com slash Peter. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, 21 and over, and physically present in New York. No purchase necessary. $10 million prize pool to be split equally among all eligible participants who made the correct pick. Prize issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash Sportsbook. For help with a gambling problem, call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y text hope wire 467-369. All right, come get some Wranglers. Hey, New York, it's Peter for Security Dodge, Long Island Ram and Wrangler headquarters. Come get some right now. You can lease a new 24 Jeep Wrangler Sport S4XE for $4.99 a month. Zero down. That's right, $4.99 a month, zero down. All during the Start Something New Sales event. Shop 24-7 at securitydodge.com. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. The Point God. You have made no good points, Peter. You're so right, Michael. I think you made some salient points. Yeah, because you're an ass. I think that the crowd at Barclays Center... Handled it about as well as I think it could be handled. When he was introduced, it was half cheers and half booze. And that's about what it should be. 
Because if you're a Net fan, you have to appreciate that when he played, he's one of the greatest players who's ever lived. And he played for your team. Now, the half that booed, well, they're probably thinking, you know what? You left us high and dry, dude. You came in here. They redid the whole team for you and Kyrie. And when you left, you left behind a scorched earth that we're trying to dig out from under. So this was right in the middle, which is the way you almost have to view what Kevin Durant did with the Nets. Kind of right in the middle. He was great as a player when he played, and it was awful what he did to get out of there. You know what? I earned it. So Don won the first two days. I won the second two. And Peter, nothing. pretty much nothing. I guess and I, I guess we will I have, have a rubber match, Michael, tomorrow. Yep. Because with no picks at 545, we'll oh, yeah. have a point guard. That's right. Oh, my gosh. I just hope to get in there and, and mess the whole thing up. Uh, this should be fun. Let's go to Jay in Diker Heights. Jay? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I just wanted to – every time I call, I try to make a point about how Peter's just amazing – um, just the you're welcome. Um, what was I going to say? Just, just the sleepy Tom Bobo music, mm. and the way Michael reacts every time is just uh, amazing and iconic. Uh. And I need Rich's time clock on there every time. Without it, without the time clock, it just it doesn't. The call doesn't hit like it usually does. I, yes, please. Okay, like now it. to all right. Now to Michael's. Now, you did this to the Jets. When we called up that one specific caller that said was Aaron Rodgers a Band-Aid for the Jets, and you told him, no, he was wrong, that they, they could win the Super Bowl without him, which he was right and you was wrong. Well, I specifically called up and said... Wait, wait, I uh, said that they could win the Super yeah, Bowl without Aaron no, Rodgers? You, yeah, you said when, the, when that one specific customer called up uh, and said, um, is Aaron Rodgers a Band-Aid for the Jets? You said no because you think that they have a good enough team to win without him. I don't, not, I, I couldn't have said that. I never thought anything of Zach Wilson. How could I have okay, said that? all right. All right, but, all right, no problem. You're never going to admit it anyway, but no, 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 right, no, so goodbye. Now, no, I don't like your attitude. Bye. I mean, he wow. really pisses me off every time he calls. I would say the Jets could win a Super Bowl with Zach Wilson. Who's been the guy who's killed Zach Wilson all the time? I, don't I know love why. when he calls, well, you never admit him. I, I, I do admit mistakes, well, Jay. You, you, You're you wrong. He didn't say that though. He, did, well, I don't understand it. But I, I, but I also don't understand the connection of you saying that it's not a band aid because they can win without him. Yeah, he makes stuff up I, just I, to I, annoy I, me. I, you know what? It works. I'm, I'm not sure what the connection though is. You know why like, there's no connection? Because there's no basis in reality. Yeah. I, first of all, I'm you know do the show every day with you, Michael. You never said that. Never. It was just a question of whether we thought he could win a Super Bowl when, once they got him. Why would I think the Jets could win a Super Bowl with a guy that I have said can't play in the NFL? I mean, you'd have to have a lobotomy on me if I ever said that. I'd be worried. I never said that. But we honestly debated whether, the, whether it was Super Bowl or bust. And his so, his whole thing on the on the slug Don, um, why would you want LeBron James on the Knicks? Well, why wouldn't you? Yeah, Tell me why you wouldn't you? Because they don't have that guy. I think that with ten seconds left on the clock in a game seven, that you're sure they're going to break down the defense and score. LeBron's done it over and over and no, over that's again. Just silly, but but I'm just I I just want to get back to how could we have debated whether it's Super Bowl or bust, if you thought already they were going to win a Super Bowl without him. Then, of course, with him, 
You would have. You would have. I'm thought ups- it was guaranteed they'd win a Super Bowl. I'm upset because he he is a Peter guy, and I always take pride in the Peter guys. But and right now you don't feel proud. No, of I don't. I don't feel pride. I'm, I'm not happy with that call. Disappointed. And you, you know what gets me about Jay? Hmm. Just the dismissive attitude where oh well you would never admit you're no you were wrong Jay. So if you want to play, come play and have some respect. It's... Don't say I would never admit I'm wrong. I admit I'm wrong all the time. You're, yeah, you're not. You know what I was wrong? Just picking up your phone call. Oh, when I yeah, see your name, baby. if I pick it up, it's a mistake. I admit it early. I admit it before I do it again. It's a mistake every time I go to Jay from Diker Heights. Wow. Every time. Never is there a time where I go, that was a good move by me. So I don't think I'm ever going to pick up another one of your phone calls. I've liked Wait, his calls before. Well, you know what? Wait till I'm on vacation. Sometime in the summer, and you could pick up as much of Jay as you want. And you're done with Jay. No, I just don't like his attitude. To cut well, you would, you would never admit when you were wrong. And he says it in a sly way, Very like sly. I don't hear it. I hear everything, Jay. Oh, wow. Someone posted a picture of you. What era is this of Michael? Oh, is our own TMKS on Yes posted it? Oh, really? Yeah, this is, is a very... Being the vest? Yeah. Wow, look at you. Well, what era is that? What year is that, you think? I have no idea. I don't... Really care. You look unbelievable. You see, you're frustrated. And this all goes back to the segment before, Peter. You're well, right. you know me, Don. I mean, you know me better than anybody. It's the final week of Superbox Bonanza 5. Each qualifier will take home a $25 Fanatics gift card and have a chance at one of 10 Superbox prizes. Be caller number 50 right now hmm. at 888-987-ESPN to select a box for the big game with a chance to win $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey and the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey and Security Dodge. Come get some. Come get some ENN. That's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Turn your mic on. I can honestly oh, yeah. the best picture of you ever. Do you think that's the best picture of me ever? It's gorgeous. Ever. I can look now, like that again. Now, this is obviously pre-pandemic. This is over at West End Avenue. Uh, it's not that long ago, though. Now, Jacob's trying to make nice in my ear. He said, I actually love it. Jack Bauer-like. Oh, it's too... He's, this this he's, should be a profile pick. I know you like the kids. It, it is very good. Yeah, that should be a profile pick, and then never change it, ever. But, you know, but Peter says I look like a wreck now, so I can't have... A, a what? I can't look... I can't have I a never, profile don't pick. I never said that. Oh, never you said that. I look like... Hot trash, I, I think. I, I, I never said hot trash. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm playing the role of Jay well, Diker. Yeah, I never said that. I, no. I don't feel that way. Peter would never admit it if he did say Thank you. But Don, you heard what he said, and you know what he meant. You heard what he said, listen, and you know what I he know meant. I know what he said. He never said any of those things. Now, I don't think he meant that either. I never I never would have said that. He just says, you've aged. Well, I don't, I don't isn't like that better than the alternative? Exactly. Remember what Jay-Z said. The only thing worse than getting old is not getting old. He said a lot of things. Why pick that out? Because it's, it's relevant. Topic. Yeah, what? What do you mean? <laughs> Don, can you help me sometime? What is he saying, I this guy? I said, I said, Because it's, it's on topic. topic. It makes you perfect know what? sense. You know what? He said a lot of- I was having a great yeah. time until you brought up the aging. It really, you- and, and Jay from Diker Heights, really, right. he, he took it to another level. But he would have. But the Jay from Diker Heights would have went differently had you not gone differently. <laughs> but now, in this case, you would <laughs> Listeners, it's Michael K. When it comes to travel, nothing beats Legends Limousine. I felt the difference, and let me tell you, it's real. When my family and I need a ride to the airport or out of town, we choose Legends. Their commitment to safety makes every trip a breeze. These guys are not just any service. They've been setting the gold standard for over 30 years. 
I trust them, and so should you. Call 1-888-LEGENDS or visit visitlegendslimousine.com and use the code ESPN10, ESPN the number 10, to snag 10% off. Travel like a legend with Legends Limousine. Hey everybody, it's Michael K. I love when I get to talk about my friends at PC Richard & Son. It's a local company, family owned. I trust them for my appliances, TVs, electronics, and a good night's sleep too. Their experts use a four-step mattress fitting process to find you the right pillow, the right comfort, the right technology, and the right adjustable base so that your new bed fits you perfectly. They guarantee it. And free in-home delivery on all mattresses, $199 and up. So do what I do, get the PC Richard & Son the local company you could trust for your new mattress. Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.